West of Twin Peaks Radio back again. On this episode, we celebrate the release of the new Geographer LP with artist Mike Denny. And we chat about LA versus San Francisco, dressing up as a caveman, and his artistic renaissance during COVID. Plus, tons of fresh new tunes from the Bay and beyond. This is West of Twin Peaks Radio with MJ Call on the Lost Church. Free radio. As a young girl Louis Vuitton With your mother On a sandy lawn MJ back again, this time with a full two hours of brand new, mostly local music and a guest artist chat and deep dive with former San Francisco, now LA-based indie artist, geographer, a.k.a. Mike Denny who just released his new LP, Down and Out in the Garden of Earthly Delights. That's Geographer, and his guest artist segment is coming up in my second hour. But first, a full hour of fresh music, starting with a group of buzzy, breaking New York teens who just released their debut LP recorded in their Brooklyn basement. This is Geese with Low Era.
Some great worldwide vibes to start the show off with today. That's Grounding from Iki Shola off her 2019 LP, Drift. Iki was born in London to Jamaican parents and now lives in Sonoma County, where she's both a musician and physician. She'll be performing with Lee Vandeveer at the Lost Church Santa Rosa in a benefit for NBOP, a grassroots multiracial and multi-issue organization in Sonoma County. That's going to be on December 5th. Go to thelostchurch.org for more information. Before that, you heard Covivi, featuring Theology HD from South African dancer and musician Moonchild Sanili. It's the second of two singles she's released since September. You also heard Blenda from French-born Belgique-Caribbean artist Charlotte Adigeri and Bolus Poupal off Tropical Dancer, their debut LP due in March. And I started the set off with Brooklyn band Geese and Low Rent. This is MJ, and you're listening to West of Twin Peaks Radio here on the Lost Church Free Radio. Remember, my guest artist segment with Geographer, a.k.a. Mike Denny, is coming up in my second hour. I had a great chat and deep dive into his new LP, Garden of Earthly Delights. But first, new music for, for the rest of this hour. Continuing on with one of my favorite discoveries of 2021, Oakland indie jazz cellist Mia Pixley off her debut LP, Margaret in the Wild. This track is called Good Taste. I got a good taste in my mouth And know exactly how it got there It was a sweet peach in my garden I tend it with my own two hands I said I got a good taste in my mouth And know exactly how it got there Knew I wasn't sitting pretty Got this good taste from getting dirty Doing what I wanna Don't need the education Don't need the okay I don't give a fuck It's my super the day Didn't ask their opinion If I needed to I got this taste doing What? Don't need the education Don't need the okay I don't give a fuck It's my super the day Didn't ask their opinion If I needed to I got this taste doing what I wanna I got a good taste in my mouth You know exactly how it got there It was a rock melon in my garden Caressed my two bare hands I said I love this good taste in my mouth You know exactly how it got there No, 
I'm 
from three women back-to-back killing it on the Bay Area R&B scene right now. You just heard Lalin St. Juiced, front woman from the East Bay band The Session, with her very first solo effort, a brand new EP called Behind My Eyes. That track was called Free Fall. Before that, you heard 23-year-old Bay Area-raised artist and activist Jada Imani with her new single, Retail Therapy. And although she's a newish voice in the local hip-hop scene, she's spent years in the Oakland area working with grassroots organizations and collectives. She's even collaborated with Adidas, the Oakland Museum of California, the ACLU, and the Grammys Recording Academy as a voting member. She's currently at work on a debut EP and can't wait to hear that. And I started to sit off with Mia Pixley, psychotherapist and singer-songwriter-composer, off her latest LP, Margaret in the Wild. Check it out. It's one of my favorites of the year. So glad you've tuned into West of Twin Peaks Radio today on the Lost Church Free Radio. Thanks so much for hanging with me today. We're in the middle of a full first hour of fresh tunes from the Bay and Beyond, switching up genres right now with new music from Natronics, the solo musical project of Nate Brenner, who's also a member of the band Tune Yards, who made a big splash this past year with their new LP, Sketchy. Nate's solo LP, Possibilities, was released at the end of October. This track is called Indigo.
fabulous long set of music, mostly made up of Bay Area lo-fi indie DIY artists, many of whom have been incredibly productive during the pandemic. You just heard Taking Time to Tell You off the self-titled debut LP from Chime School, which was released two weeks ago. Before that, I played a track off the latest album from San Francisco four-piece jangle pop outfit The Umbrellas with Near You on Slumberland Records. You also heard music from The Umbrella Puzzles. That's Ryan Marquez across the bay in Richmond, California, with his latest single, Pick Yourself Up. Paisley shirt recording artist Cindy was before that with The Common Era off her new LP, Two to One. James Wavy featuring All Eyes Manifest with Cold Sweats 2 off his latest LP, James Wavy and the Makeouts. Shannon and the Clams vanishing from their terrific LP, Year of the Spider, which was released in August. And I started the set off with Natronics and Indigo off the LP, Other Possibilities. I'm MJ and you're listening to West of Twin Peaks Radio on Lost Church Free Radio. Guest artist geographers coming up in about 15 minutes to chat and dive deep into his brand new LP. But let's keep it going now with more local music. This is San Francisco band The Dodos, whose new LP Grizzly Peak was released a week ago today. This track is called With a Guitar. Cold motherfucker, you stuck around just waiting for this. Here it come down. So patient Was it the face of another Handing it off to a couple of kids You knew much better But you couldn't resist Hearing a voice so familiar You make me feel small
Cruises' Kai Killian and his band Getaway Dogs with their most recent single, Deep Sea Diver. I love that band's Sambo surf vibe. Can't wait for their next LP. My guest artist segment is coming up, but first, a song by former West of Twin Peaks radio guest artist Michael Bang, an Oakland multi-hyphenate composer, instrumentalist, singer, songwriter, who makes music under several different project names, including Tell Me, Tell Me. However, this latest song comes to us under the guise of The Riot Professor, and it's my earworm of the week. It's called The West. I can't lose Got my money and my country Wildfire Keep my worry out my
Again, that's Oakland's Michael Bang under the project named The Riot Professor with The West. Michael tells me that he's working on new LPs for both his groups, Tell Me, Tell Me, and The Riot Professor, for release in 2022. We'll have him back as a guest when that happens. But it's time now to introduce this week's guest artist, former San Francisco musician Mike Denny, who creates music under the project name Geographer. Coming up, a chat and deep dive with Mike, but let's get it started with a single off his brand new LP, Down and Out in the Garden of Earthly Delights. This is Peripheral Vision.
How are you? Good. How's it going? Good. It's nice to virtually meet you. Yeah, you too. Where am I catching you today? Where are you? Uh, this is my studio, my home studio. And uh, in, in what locale, generally? Los Angeles. And how? when did you depart to L.A.? Um, maybe about 2018, I think. Yeah, it was it was a really difficult thing for me to do because obviously San Francisco was a huge part of my identity, both as a musician and a person. But yeah, I'm really glad I did. It was like it just what I needed. To sh I, I really needed to shake things up, you know, it was like and it takes an adventure sometimes to do that. Yeah, yeah. How long were you in San Francisco? About 11 years, I think. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I think, right? Yeah, 2005 to, yeah. And and you came to San Francisco from New Jersey, correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, right from my mom's basement to life itself. <laughs> well, from your mom's basement to San Francisco, that's quite a leap. I mean... Quite those, a leap. <laughs> those, no, but those 11 years, you, you went through quite a massive transition in your life. And, you know... Oh my gosh, kind of, yeah. Became who you became. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking about that the other day. That it's like you know, it, I feel like it happened in various places. You know, in the studio, just like trying to push the bounds of what I could do musically in the studio, while trying to push the bounds of what I was comfortable doing on stage. You know, because I've always struggled with with social. I guess I guess social anxiety but also just like feeling embarrassed you know uh, all the time so then being on stage you know there's really no room for embarrassment so I went from this like you know young guy sort of cloaked in shame to then someone who became confident in their abilities and and the possibility of actually enjoying life instead of sort of tiptoeing through it you know do you feel like the move to San Francisco was the right place to do it? And I say that because a lot of people say it's gentler here for uh, somebody starting out their music career, more collaborative and, and gentler than it is in LA. I, do you think you could have made the same leap from your mom's basement to LA? Oh, never, never, ever. Yeah, I, and that was the, that was what the choice was all about, where it was like sort of a safe haven for weirdos. You know, that's what I really, really liked about it, because I was like, I'm weird. Where can I go to blossom and shine and be, you know, accepted for who I am? And San Francisco was the place. I mean, the Castro Halloween and Beta Breakers, like all these insane things that when you explain them to people, they do not understand them. They yeah, don't understand yeah. how wonderful they are. They're just like, that sounds like an imposition to the neighbors, yeah. you know, but it's like, <laughs> it's like, it may be, but the neighbors are down. But it it, it definitely, I, I felt it changing tremendously as far as the people that I, you know, that I saw when I was out and about, you know, it yeah. got kind of less and less inspiring for me because when I first moved there, it really was like just a bunch of indie kids, I guess, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like they loved fixie bicycles and they wore the same clothes as me. I just felt like I was 
in, you know, my element. But, you know, I once dressed up as a caveman with my best friend for no good reason at all, uh, watched a bunch of caveman movies and then, and then walked to Twin Peaks as if we were like, you know, just like, we're going to go to Twin Peaks as if we don't have GPS. Our caveman outfits, yeah. Yeah. And then, and someone out their window when we were walking through Noe Valley, they were like, woo! You know, it's just like, I just love that kind of support. You know, when I was in San Francisco, LA seemed, and it was a classic like prejudicial viewpoint. You know, LA took on the specter of everything that was wrong with the music industry, with, with even society of just superficiality. And you know, those things are here, absolutely. But there's also tons of people like me who just came here because their industry is here, you know, and like, it's like, there are so many ways to crack the egg of Los Angeles. And the thing that I loved about it so much was being around like everyone you pass on the street is creative, you know, and is trying to turn that into a living, which is really exciting. And, and most of them are succeeding. That's the other cool part. So it's, I just found it very stimulating, just the atmosphere. You know, you're at a coffee shop and you're just like, oh, those people are talking about a script. That's cool. You know, it's just like, yeah. it's just kind of very, it's kind of like a Disneyland for creatives.
this like an album it's 20 tracks <laughs> yeah it's true <laughs> yeah i decided to go for it <laughs> <laughs> to say yeah. the very least yeah i made a lot of um i guess uh, non-business decisions with this one because it's like obviously everybody tells you just put out singles then put out an ep you know they people would probably want me to have split this into four eps but you know god bless them they just i i really was up front and i was just like I haven't put out a real album in a while and I feel like I'm servicing my career more than I'm servicing my artistic desires and I don't feel great about that and it would just I think it's really important for me right now to put out a work you know like an album did did you feel that way pre-pandemic yes so I had I had um finished recording of this album I think maybe even into February of uh 2021 so it was like right before oh 2020 yeah. right right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> lost the year it's now. the lost year <laughs> yeah so you yeah. had finished recording before lockdown yes like a, a month before it and then i was getting ready to release the album in april so right before lockdown happened i was about to go up to oakland to rehearse with my drummer cody um and something just didn't feel right and i canceled the rehearsals because i was like i want to wait to see how this pans out and then a few days later they were like everybody's staying in your house i was just like oh my goodness yeah so then we had to cancel the entire tour cancel the album release um but the silver lining for me there was now I, in the meantime i signed to network records and now this album has a real home it's really getting worked and and you know i was able to put out like I don't know eight additional singles with them because they were like well i mean you got 20 songs why not put out half of them as singles out in the garden of earthly delights it conceptually it came from just the way i was feeling in what is essentially a paradise you know down here in southern california it's sunny all the time everybody's beautiful like you should be happy right but instead i was just miserable and staying alone all the time in my apartment and that's kind of how i've always been and this idea was kicking around in my head and then I was working with um, one of the people who mixed some of the songs on the record, Jules de Gasperi. I don't know why he pulled it up, but he pulled up uh, Hieronymus Bosch's triptych of uh, the Garden of Earthly Delights, which is like, you know, for those of people who don't know, there's a, one painting is, um, things how they are another painting is heaven and then another painting is hell 
And I was just like, wow, I haven't seen this in a long time. And this speaks to me. And we were kind of joking around. And I was like, yeah, I should call the album Down and Out in the Garden of Earthly Delights. And he was like, ha, ha, ha. And then I was like, well, actually, <laughs> maybe actually, I will. Actually, that's a fabulous <laughs> title. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I love how uh, wrong of a title it is. You know, it's like, it's too long. It's uh, slightly pretentious. It's uh, a little obtuse, you know, and I just like, it just excited me to take a risk again, you know, to just be like, you know what, people, this is what I want to call it because it's fun. You know, it's like, it's also a little bit of a joke, which I've never put a, I've always struggled with finding a way to put my sense of humor into my work. And I think, you know, I just enjoyed allowing myself that discretion. And I think that was like the first little crack in 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 my wall that i put up around myself to then you know maybe i can open that up and show people who i really am and what's really going on You know, and I, I'm thinking of the garden metaphor too. This album saw you just explode created, creatively in many other different, artistically in many other different ways other than music. Would you say that that's a fair analogy? Oh, absolutely. Yes. It, and it's kind of interesting that it's coming out as my quote unquote pandemic album. I mean, none of the songs were written in that time. Um, but yeah i think my if i do have a pandemic album it'll be the next one because i wrote obviously wrote a ton of songs during the pandemic about like not about it but whatever i was thinking about at the time yeah um but yeah it's it's interesting when you hunker down and you cannot connect with people you know because i always think of myself as solitary but i do crave connection i need connection and you know you will reach out any way you can and if it's 
you know, if it's doing a live stream every week, like I did at the beginning of the pandemic, I think for the first five months or something, every single week, um, yeah, you start to develop those skills and, and it's just, uh, just sitting still was just impossible for me. You light the fire, they just watch it burn. How did you go about selecting the singles that you released? It was, you know, why did you choose what you chose? To be yeah, I chose, I mean, the most important choice was the first one. I really wanted to show people what they could expect, you know, from this new era of, of my output. Um, and I also wanted to to put out the song that I was most proud of in a lot of ways. So for me, that was Slave to Slave to the Rhythm. Yeah. Because um, that one is, to, I again, I broke a lot of my own rules with that one where, I mean, it starts out with like this chintzy drum beat from a toy synthesizer, you know, like a child's toy. And I left it in because I just loved the way it sounded. And then it's mostly guitars, which I'm not necessarily known for, you know. Um, and then I do a lot of vocal chopping in it, which I've always been obsessed with, but have never showcased to that extent where I'm essentially, you know, I, not to get too technical, but I had loaded my voice onto a sample pad and I essentially just played a solo on it for about three minutes. And then that's the second half of the song. There's no other verse. And I just wanted to prepare people for like, this album is going to be a little different, you know? And it's like, it's still really exciting, but like, you know, I feel like it's really important to introduce people to your album properly. You know, it's like um, Radiohead releasing Paranoid Android is like, ah, <laughs> you know, there, there's going to be something a little bit intense and exciting happening on this album. And for me, I just wanted to show people it's not going to be a straight ahead album. It's, there's going to be ebbs and flows and ups and downs.
there's three songs that I'm particularly excited about. One is called um, uh, Giving In, and that's going to be the focus track of the album. There I go It's just a piano ballad with a string arrangement. Um, and I, it was a song I'd been kicking around for a really long time. And it's very, very sad. It's just about, you know, <laughs> giving in in all of its facets. You know, when people do it, why they do it, um, why I have done it when I have. It's not, it really doesn't have any hope in it, which is something I rarely do. Perhaps the hope is just the beauty of the song and just the comfort of sharing in a viewpoint, you know, of just like, oh yeah, I felt like that too. Like a chest taken breath for a song I used to wonder what was hidden behind these walls in the beginning I dreamed about I am going to tour um, in the spring. I haven't announced it yet, but I probably will really soon, so I may as well. But it, it <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to tour in the spring. Um, and uh, yeah, just hope that everything, <laughs> hope that everything goes well, try to stay healthy so I can keep doing the shows. I mean, that's my main concern is if I get COVID while I'm out there, then I have to cancel the rest of the dates and that would be such a huge blow um but i am so excited I, like just just the prospect of of putting together the live set and and doing rehearsals has never been so exciting to me you know it's usually like a lot of work yeah. and i kind of do it begrudgingly 
but I'm just so excited to have all my gear set up and be like, I actually have something to look forward to. Because that's really what humanity craves. It's just something to look forward to. Enjoy your album release. It's been Thank a long you so time. Much. It's been a long time coming. It's like a baby yeah. that never came. So uh, I know, right? <laughs> in, enjoy it and have a have a terrific time. It's great. Okay, stuff. awesome. Thanks. Take Bye. care. Thanks so much again to Mike for taking the time out of his busy record release schedule to sit and share his music and story. It's so wonderful to have the opportunity to meet these artists as they put music out into the world. And I'd like to thank the Lost Church for providing West of Twin Peaks Radio, the platform on Lost Church Free Radio, to keep showcasing Bay Area music and artists. But we're not done yet. Plenty of time left for more new local music. This next song comes to us from Oakland's Daywave, a.k.a. Jackson Phillips, and his brand new single, Where Do You Go? Of it's never gonna be 
San Francisco four-piece The Y-Axis also have a new single out. This is Slide. You're listening to West of Twin Peaks Radio on Lost Church Free Radio. Thanks for hanging with me.
Lo-Fi Satellites, a Pacifica band that's changed up their sound during the pandemic to a more vintage garage sound, has a second single out. I'm sensing a longer project is coming in 2022. This track is called Sundowner. Switch it up right now with South African-born artist Tuilo, who blurs the lines between Afropunk, rock, and soul, and she's bringing her unique sound to the Lost Church in Santa Rosa. That show's coming up Saturday night, November 20th. Find out more and get tickets at thelostchurch.org. Here's her breakthrough single, St. Margaret. Anyway, I cry when they reject me every day. I cry because I'm scared Issues they don't hide They come to get me anyway I stop now, I don't Because I'm scared 
world without you in it Do you wanna ride tonight? Hoping that this back way, honey Gets us there on time Looking at the number I've been calling my whole life Thinking who's gonna get me out Who's gonna get me out now Friend of the show, Andrew St. James with Golden State off his newly released LP, Light After Darkness, on War Chant Records. What a trooper during the pandemic. Andrew was the first artist to start traveling the city doing sidewalk shows on demand for free. Congrats on the new LP. More new music now from Erica, Rachel, and Chloe Teachin, better known in music circles as the T-Sisters. They'll be guest artists in two weeks right here on Wested Twin Peaks Radio. Here's one of two new singles they've released off an upcoming 2022 LP. This song is called Never Be Alone. My mama, she taught me right. I know I
That was the T-Sisters. Again, they'll be my guest artists here on West of Twin Peaks Radio in two weeks. And that about does it for me today. Thanks again to Mike Denny of Geographer for sharing his music and story. I'll be back in two weeks, but until then, follow me on Instagram at WOTP underscore Radio MJ. And you can always plug into my podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Just search for West of Twin Peaks Radio. I'm going to leave you now with some Frenchy dancey music from Bay Area duo Talmirage. This is Blue Blue. Take it easy, everyone. See you in two weeks. Peace. been listening to West of Twin Peaks Radio on the Lost Church Free Radio.